Good morning, Mike Broomhead. Hey, good morning, Jamie. Happy Monday, everyone. Uh, so much to go over from the weekend. They're still uh, holding out hope on the Republican side of the ticket. Some of these races will narrow, including the governor's race. It's not over yet. AP not calling it, although Katie Hobbs has said declared victory. Um, I don't believe that that's the case yet. Um, and we got to talk about the vote total and where the races are. And we also have to talk about the why. And I'm already getting messages from a lot of people about the why. And many people, uh, to my dismay, are already talking about the cheating and the fraud. And we're going to get into it. That's something we are going to get into this morning because uh, I warned everybody about the 2020 election and that if we continue with audits and fraud it and all of these other things that are happening and we don't focus on 2022, we are going to miss out on a big opportunity. And I'm saying we as a Republican voter that I am, staunch Republican voter, and we are doing it already again. And so we're going to get into this in a few moments of the whys, but let's talk about the races first. Arizona governor's race right now, Carrie Lake currently one point behind in the votes, um, but there is still a chance with the votes are left to be counted. If she gets the majority of those votes, I think around 55 percent or so of the remaining votes, she could close the gap enough. It's it shrunk from 36 to 26,000 yesterday. At the, the vote lead for Katie Hobbs, but also the other races that are narrowing. It has become very close in the race for um, superintendent of public instruction. That is like within five or six hundred votes. We see that uh, David Schweikert has taken the lead um, as the Republican in District 1. So all of those races we'll get into. It is narrowed. Abe Hamaday has narrowed the lead. Um, we have seen also um, – Rachel Mitchell has taken over the lead for the county attorney's office, uh, but we do know that the race for senator and the race for secretary of state have been called. Um, I believe it's also been called for the treasurer's office. And uh, so we have to talk about what's happening. Um, looking uh, – unless you have some kind of solid proof of cheating – We have got to stop talking about being cheated. Um, The 2020 election audit that happened here in Arizona was done the wrong way by the wrong company. And I was in favor of an audit uh, from the beginning. I thought both sides of the election cycle, both sides of the, I should say, the election uh, world, Republicans and Democrats going back a long, long way, have claimed cheating. And so I thought, let's do an audit. I think that'd be a great idea. It would, A, show where we're good and where we need to improve in our elections in the state of Arizona. And there's a lot of room for improvement. There's no doubt about that. And it would also show whether or not there was widespread fraud outside of any kind of speculation. And it didn't. Uh, what the audit did was ask more questions. As a matter of fact, when it ended, the uh, the head of the Cyber Ninjas uh, had a hearing and actually said there's a lot of questions that need to be answered. Well, we paid him millions of dollars to answer those questions, and all they did was ask more questions. They were looking for bamboo and paper and all kinds of other things, and they walked into it saying that they knew the election was stolen. They allowed a documentarian to come in and do a documentary right on the floor where the ballots were being counted and turned it into a sideshow. That's just my personal opinion. I have respect for people that wanted an audit. 
I have maintained a relationship, at least I hope I still do, with the people in my party that were in favor of an audit. I have defended election deniers in the sense that not all the people that believe that the election was stolen are crazy people, these extremists and angry people and violent. That's just not who they are. I know many people that are. I just disagree with them. I don't think the election was stolen. That doesn't mean that people don't cheat. There are people that cheat in everything. But that doesn't mean that there's widespread fraud and the election was stolen from one candidate or another. I do find it strange that the two best performing Republican candidates in statewide races are the two candidates that were not endorsed by Donald Trump. Kimberly Yee and Tom Horn are the only two left. So there is no doubt, and this is where I get sideways with a lot of people because they don't want to even have a reasonable conversation. I am already right now going to get reamed by people in my party, some of them, not all of them, because I dare say that. If the Trump-endorsed candidates, when they won the primary, everybody knew that they won the primary – Because of the endorsement of Donald Trump. It was a clean sweep. There was no denying the power of a Trump endorsement in a Republican primary nationwide. No doubt about it. Very few Trump endorsed candidates didn't win their primary. But not so many won the general. And we have to look at that. And so and with all due respect, so does the former president has to look at that. The only hope for the 50-50 split now is to have Herschel Walker win in Georgia. And is that going to happen? It's not going to make much of a difference, but could it make a difference? The House is still up for grabs. It looks like the Republicans are going to be okay and take over the House, but not nearly by the landslide that everyone thought. So I'm not into bashing people. I voted for Donald Trump twice. Um, I thought both times those were the right votes. Uh, I thought he was much more capable of leading this country, and I think he proved it than Hillary Clinton with his policies. And I have I've had disagreements with the way the president said things and had has done things. And still continues to do things I don't agree with, but I can still vote for somebody even I don't even though I don't like everything they do or say. But we have to as a, if we are going to survive as a Republican Party, we have to start looking at why things are happening. And either we've been outsmarted now two elections in a row. We've been outsmarted two elections in a row. Or we have to take a look at what direction the party's going to go. You know, I, I don't I look at what's happening and it's frustrating to me as a person that lives in Arizona because we have lost our minds as soon as we start talking about a topic because we throw each other on each other under the bus so quickly. Um, I don't necessarily agree with everything with everybody does. I have disagreements with everyone and people disagree with me, but I don't question people's character until they do something of questionable character. When you look at Stephen Richard, Stephen Richard's a good guy. Um, and for everybody out there, this is where the mixed bag is. This is what's so funny about this. Stephen Richard was one of the loudest endorsers of Donald Trump there was on the campaign trail in 2020. I saw him do it. I watched him endorse and speak highly of the president. Now, all of a sudden, he's helping people cheat against him. Bill Gates, another uh, and I don't know Bill as well, but Bill Gates a conservative Republican, Clint Hickman, 
conservative Republican, and I've told this many times, there's video out there of a West Valley presidential visit by Donald Trump when he was the president of the United States in the West Valley, calling out Clint Hickman by name and thanking him for his hard work. Now, all of a sudden, these three individuals are in on the cheating. And this is where I think we go sideways and I think where we go wrong. We have got to start taking a very hard look at what wins and what doesn't. And it's, it's only fair if, if Donald Trump deserves all the credit for Republican candidates winning in the primary. And he took credit and deserved credit. It turned out to be if that Trump endorsement was your golden ticket to the general election, then why is it not fair to also say he gets some of the blame for the losses. It's, it's only a fair thing to state. And even if you don't believe it's 100% true, how do you dismiss it and get angry at me for pointing out the obvious? The Republicans right now, the way the economy has been going in a border state like Arizona and how they've done absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing, to protect the border or change the situation there. By the way, we'll get to it, but uh, Magnus, the former Tucson police chief, less than a year on the job, resigned under pressure because he was doing such a horrible job at securing the border. So in a border state where the economy nationwide has tanked, at least when it comes to inflation, in, in in an election cycle that classically and historically speaking has sweeping changes for the minority party, Without with this kind of performance, you have to ask why. Why is it that the very conservative governors that won? You look at the cons- uh, is it Kemp in Georgia that won election. You look at what's happened with re-election of of Ron DeSantis and of Governor Abbott in Texas. Abbott is talking about busing people to Philadelphia now. They are very conservative. DeSantis is very disruptive and vocal. The don't say gay bill, the thing he did with Disney, everything else. He he bucks all of the trends and yet wins a huge reelection easily. Abbott, same thing in Texas. Georgia. Not here. What happened was DeSantis Trump endorsed. He wasn't. He was not Trump endorsed. I don't think Abbott was either. I don't think Kemp was. So we have to start asking, and this isn't a knock against President Trump. I'm not, I'm not vilifying or demonizing Trump. What I'm saying is if the endorsement doesn't work, if you notice, if you notice, President Biden was nowhere to be seen in Arizona. They sent Obama. Why? He helped people win. They knew that Joe Biden wasn't going to help anybody win. They kept him away. They sent him to places or he decided to go please the president. No one sent him anywhere. But he went to places where he knew they could win with him there. Philadelphia. And instead, what we do is we do the same old things over and over and over again. We expect different results. And then we say everybody cheated when we lose. Now, there is still hope for a lot of those candidates here in Arizona. There is still Abe Hamaday very well could win this. Um, Carrie Lake could still very well win her race. That's absolutely true. These elections should be walkovers for Republican candidates. No offense to the Democrats they ran against. But in a year like this, it should have been easy.
We have to figure out why it wasn't. In a moment, we're going to talk about the process. Why is Arizona still counting ballots? And what happens to those 17,000 votes from Election Day? All that's coming up here in just a moment. Strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. And thanks for being here. The Innings Festival is back. The two-day music festival featuring Green Day, Eddie Vedder, Weezer, and so much more returns to the Tempe Beach Park February 25th and 26th. Tickets are on sale right now, but if you go to the contest page at KTAR.com for complete details, you could win tickets as well. Let's uh, let's talk about Maricopa County. The former recorder, Helen Purcell, who had the job for 28 years. I've talked about Miss Purcell a number of times. She lost her job a few years ago when there were problems on an election day uh, during a primary. There were long wait lines. Maricopa County got it wrong in that election. There were far too few places to vote, and she paid a price. She gave an interview, I believe it was with Fox 10. She didn't handle the interview very well. That was her own admission. Um, and I will tell you a couple of things about about her. Not that it matters anymore. She's not in the job. Uh, Helen Purcell, A, was really good at that job. And B, one of the nicest people I've ever met. It just it was a perfect storm against her. And that ushered in, in the next election cycle, Adrian Fontes to the job. And then after Adrian Fontes, our current county recorder, Stephen Richer. Here's the interesting thing. Um, a county recorder is a lot like a referee. If you know their name, it's probably a bad thing. And Helen Purcell had that job. The only reason why I knew her is I would see her at political events. And she was a a very well-known figure within the Republican Party and a very nice woman. So I knew who she was. But other than that, no one would really know. I, wherever you, if you know the county recorder Stephen Richer now listening to this show, and you're from somewhere else, there's a pretty good chance you don't know the county recorder where you came from. So um, Helen Purcell was asked about this and what's going on here. She said, "You know, Maricopa County does a good job with elections, and they do. Um, at least 1,300 ballots placed in door three on election day ended up in those secure boxes for reasons beside Maricopa County's printing issues. There were some other reasons. So there's a total of 17." thousand ballots that were in that door three. That's something that's been used before. But how do we speed up counting in Arizona? We talked about an idea. I talked with Chuck Coughlin last week from High Ground about an idea, and he believes it's something that's going to happen with new legislation that was passed, but not for this election, where you can actually go in. If you are an early voter and you want to go in and hand carry your vote into a, a site, you can, and possibly what will happen is they will verify that you are, verify your signature while you're standing there, make sure you are you, and then you can just put your ballot into a tabulation machine. Now, there are people that don't like the tabulation machines as well, and I don't know what to tell everyone, but we have to do something about the process. There are going to be people and that will always say cheating happened. There are going to be those that do that. But to get the massive number of people, the overwhelming number of people, that could be a step to getting votes counted much more quickly. Imagine if, you know, I think it's like the weekend before, if instead of them getting ballots dropped off on Friday, uh, Saturday, if the polling locations are open, Monday, instead of that happening, if they walked in with those early ballots, they showed them the envelope, they scan it like it's supposed to be scanned. Saying that it's checked in, they check your ID to make sure you are that person, 
You separate the the a ballot from your, the envelope yourself, and you watch your vote get counted. Those could be counted that same day, as opposed to the extended period of time we have right now. That could expedite the process. Will that satisfy people that believe massive amounts of cheating are happening? And, you know, you're never going to satisfy everyone. And I think that we have to stop with the cheating accusations. We've got to find ways to win elections. If you don't, it's going to be big trouble. It's going to be big trouble for the party that continues down the road that says we, we've been cheated every time. Because if you don't look in the mirror what the real issues are, you're never going to fix those real issues. What we're going to do in a few moments, uh, Governor Ducey still battling uh, over shipping containers. That's coming up just after nine. But in a moment, Gatos joins me and it's the big Q poll question of the day. So stick around for it. The Gatos Big Q poll question brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Hey, happy Monday, Gatos. Is this thing over yet? Can we call any no. of these rates? Yeah, well, okay. they did. They this I morning. Know. This morning, Rachel Mitchell was yes. projected to be the winner of the county attorney's race. She's done a fine job. So, yeah, she's so. done a good job. She's coming and clean that office up uh, pretty good. So, yeah, I saw that. I know that over the weekend, uh, Fontes uh, was uh, the winner over Finch. We're going to have Fontes in studio at three, Mike. Okay. So I think that'll be kind of interesting. How did he win the race? Uh, what does he think of the uh, Hobbs Lake race so far? That probably won't be called for another couple. They're going to have to count every vote. Yeah, and, you know, if you look at some of the other races, because now as far as uh, the races that are still in contention, uh, Hobbs is up by 26 thousand but that the she but Kerry Lake over the weekend closed that by ten thousand votes. So there there's not a big there's still a hill to climb, but it is not insurmountable. That's why nobody's calling it. The attorney general's race is only eleven thousand votes. And the and the superintendent's race, yeah. there have been like like two point three, two point four million votes cast. Five hundred and ninety two votes separate. Can't believe them. It. That's is amazing. It, that's insane. It is. It's insane. I'll read you my uh, my cue. It's Let's about the it. governor's race. But, yeah, these are all close. So there's a reason that most of them haven't been called yet. you got to count all the votes. Right. Uh, as the votes get counted and Katie Hobbs continues to lead, who do you think will win the race for governor? So Hobbs, Lake, and still a toss-up. Uh, you know, I, I listen, if you're Katie Hobbs, you're liking what you see. Right. If you're Carrie Lake, you know that the votes haven't gone the way that you you thought they would. She she thought some of the, the last couple dumps were going to go 60 to 80 percent, uh, you know, in in her direction. And that's not even close the way it's been. It, it doesn't mean uh, that over the next few days it can't go that way. Right. And but, but it's not trending that way. So I think if you're Katie Hobbs, you're feeling pretty good. The one thing that I think that people in in the late camp are holding out the most hope for is you got to remember on election day mm. there were those 17,000 drawer three votes yeah and so that's that's definitely going heavy carry lake because that those were that was the election day voters that showed up that were super heavy for lake anyway that helped her catch up on night one so they're hoping that that is going to be one of the big things that jumps her forward well, and you have independents that might be but might be in there. It didn't vote I agree. for no. I, I think I don't think Carrie Lake got the moderate Republican. She didn't want the moderate Republican, and, and, and my goodness, she did not get the moderate Republican. Yeah. But I still don't know how this is going to end up. I think it's going to still be close, but I think if you're Hobbs, you're probably liking what you see yeah. so far. Absolutely. Great question, as always, and uh, I'll be listening in this afternoon with you and uh, Fontes.
Yep, 3 o'clock. Thanks, man. All right, man. Thanks. That is Gatos. And the Big Q poll question of the day is brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. As always, you can go to KTAR.com. You can vote there and see everybody else voted as well. Coming up just after 9 o'clock, the border issues and the governor fighting the federal government all coming up.